And welcome back to another episode of Game Series. Me, Boy Line. It's me, Joe. Uh, you might have noticed that we do not have video for this one. That's because, uh, well, uh, just <laughs> the camera's not working today. Yeah, it's classic technical difficulties here yeah. at the the Geek Centurions. Yeah, we 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 uh, we felt the need to address it before we go into anything else. Um, but yeah, so we're here to talk about Godzilla minus one. Uh, very interesting title, I'll say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the, uh, latest out of, uh, Toho, uh, you know, the original, uh, you know, film company behind Godzilla. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of going back to the roots, in a sense, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, uh, straight up, like, post-World War II Japan, Godzilla shows up. Mm -hmm. Very, pretty classic in terms of, uh... Godzilla settings, and I'm pretty sure that's part of the reason with the title, Minus One. Like, I wouldn't say it's, uh, it's like a prequel or anything. Uh, it's definitely not that. Mm -hmm. Um, but, yeah, it pretty much sort of a return to the origins and basics for a Godzilla movie, you know? Yeah, that's essentially what, uh, they're trying to go with with this film. Uh, there's a lot of homages to not only just, uh, different, like, Godzilla films, but the original one as well, and this is a, a like you say, like you said, a return to forum for a lot of people because we've been mostly having uh, Shin Godzilla, uh, the exception, of course. Uh, most of the stuff that's coming out from the the West, uh, Hollywood's, uh, you know, Godzilla's MonsterVerse, him and King Kong and all the other stuff, and uh, we will be talking about a little bit about that because they're. There is a sort of a interesting thing with both of them. I, I would say even they stole some imagery from them. I wouldn't say steal. They 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 work together. Uh, but yeah. So the way we usually do it here at the Gizmo series is that we usually talk one minute uh, about our thoughts on the film, and then we go into a further discussion. So let's go ahead and start that right now. Joey, give us your thoughts on Godzilla uh, minus one. All right. So Godzilla minus one is. Definitely what I would consider more of a reimagining of the original Godzilla because it has all the hallmarks of the, the original Godzilla. It's about a post-World War II Japan sort of struggling to uh, come back from, you know, the devastations of the atom bomb um, and having to face with all the, you know, the tragic stuff that's happened. And, you know, we obviously see Godzilla as this sort of unstoppable force, you know, the military can't stop it, like what can stop it. Um has a very emotional, I think, sort of story with our main lead, who's sort of a uh, uh, kamikaze pilot who uh, didn't go down with his, uh, chicken out, I guess is the correct word. Yeah. Um, but pretty much, yeah, like, it follows his sort of survivor's guilt, you know, all that sort of thing. And, and you know, it's a really, it really sort of ties in by the end, you know. It's, it's a very emotional movie, um, and it definitely harkens back to the original Godzilla. Okay, that's good. Just in time. Alright, my turn. Uh, so, as a long-time Godzilla fan, I'll say this. This is uh, one of the better films. Like I guys said earlier, it harkens to a lot of previous Godzilla films, specifically like the first one, a bit of the 1958, the start of the Heisei era, and a little bit of the Millennium with from Godzilla Monster, uh, Godzilla Mothra King Ghidorah, Monzilla Attack. Uh, there's a lot of that kind of feel, feel here, but it's also very human. Uh, story. It centers around the a young pilot who, as Joey said, chickened out out of. And and we're saying that is because that's basically what he does. But you know that's not, you know, there's there's more nuance to that. 
and sort of the the life that he has to go with and you know being suffering from PTSD and all the like and how Japan itself the people have to recover from such a devastating loss uh, during World War Two it's very much a human story at the end of the day for this Godzilla film so like let's just talk about that first our, our lead um, uh, his name was Koichi, I believe. Koichi Nashiyama, I believe. Uh, uh, it was Shishiyama, uh, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm Googling because I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, um, but his story is definitely interesting. Um, like, as he said, he was a, uh, you know, fighter pilot who was tasked to do a kamikaze mission, and, uh, he had nerves, so he uh, decided Shikishima. to... Shikishima. yeah. Koichi Shikishima. So he uh, pretty much decided to just stop by a repair station on a local island, and uh, pretty much most of the soldier, uh, the repairmen there, sort of realized that like the plane doesn't really have any issues. But it's clear that he was very much not in the right headspace of going down a suicide mission like that. Which, you know, yeah, in given the real world context, yeah, there's probably were quite a few uh, soldiers that were not comfortable uh, straight up just suicide bombing into a ship uh, during those uh, during World War Two. even though, like, a lot of it, I mean, we even see somewhat of that when, you know, he's very hesitant to say what exactly he did during in the Navy as a pilot, because, mm-hmm. you know, once, you, you know, you're like, kamikaze pilot, like, oh, and you didn't, you know, you know sacrifice yourself for, for the Empire, that's, uh, yeah, with some characters, you know, obviously yeah. post-war, you know, it's very much like, given the context of World War Two and a lot of the whole Bushido code, that uh, a lot of the, the stuff that you you hear a lot about when it comes to the the Japanese during World War Two, mm-hmm. you know, like they did not, you know, believe in surrendering, you know, all this stuff, like it was right, it was more honorable to die in battle than to surrender, that sort of thing. So there are a couple characters, at least like at least one major character that just kind of just goes like, "How dare you?" Like yeah, it's, you know. But there's also like certain characters that come from a very understanding point. It's not the the film doesn't essentially like you know heavily you know scrutinize this this the Koichi. In fact, it kind of for the most part sympathizes him and understands like where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. And like for that throughout the film, like, we kind of see him like struggling with that. Uh, having in like nightmares in the middle of the, nightmares uh, in the middle of the night and stuff like feeling that he isn't like adequate to be you know happy because of the, of the things that he ended up doing and like you know deserting his post kind of stuff mm. and so that's really the center of the film is just like his relationship and even his relationship with Godzilla because I'm not gonna spoil uh, it happens in the first five minutes he had a he had a chance of like taking out Godzilla yeah because um. We definitely harken back to uh, Godzilla's origin as a, uh, he's just a sort of weird, like, animal, right? Yeah. Uh, he's like sort of like this animal lost to time. Like, he's just a giant dinosaur mm-hmm. that swims around, um, who later gets, you know, hit with an atomic bomb and causes him to become the Godzilla that we know. Um, you know, so, so something of a similar sequence to, say, one of the older uh, Godzilla movies, I believe it was Godzilla vs. Ghidorah, right? Yes. From the... The second generation, the Heisei era, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Heisei. Yeah, um, you know, like he has a chance, like, to use the the guns on his uh, fighter plane to like at least distract or like you know get Godzilla away from all the other 
dudes who were repairmen, not necessarily soldiers, but, uh, you know, the fear takes over, and he just doesn't, he's not able to do it, and, you know, he's sort of, he not only, he definitely feels responsible for, like, letting all those dudes die, especially when the last survivor was, like, how, you know, you had, a, you had a chance to shoot him, and now everybody's dead. Yeah, there's, and, and, like, that comes back to him, that's what haunts him. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, this is, in a way, it's commentating on not only uh, America's uh, use of the bomb and, like, you know, their situation within the war, but it's also very much commenting on that idea of the, uh, you know, dying with honor kind of stuff. That will, not in a, not to say it's a negative, you know, a, <laughs> there's no way for me to say it, right? Uh, but it's like... It, it's like the film's not, like, saying that it's, like, a bad thing mm-hmm. but it also comes from it also shows like a understanding of like yeah like some people just were not meant to think that way or be forced to be in those situations there is a conversation at one point in the film where it pretty much states like what the the thought of you know throwing away one's life for such a thing right uh it, it, and especially with like some other characters who are there's a lot of vets in this movie. <laughs> yeah, like, there are, and they all sort of have, like, sort of that opinion of, like, boy, we really didn't really do a whole lot at the end of the day. And not in, like, we could have won this, you know? It's just sort of like, we, why, you know, like, sort of like a, why did, how did, why did we do this kind of thing, There's right? a certain character that essentially criticizes everything the Japanese government has done in, in, in the film. Yeah, sort of, uh... Talking about how, you know, wartime and stuff. Because, you know, it's a very, I wouldn't say hyper-political, right? Mm-hmm. But it definitely has, you know, political, like, undertones to it. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like uh, when you're not having a Godzilla movie, that's going to be Godzilla versus another monster thing. It, 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 you know, that's pretty much well, what then, it is. Well, I mean, like, even the last one uh, from Toho, Shin Godzilla was was political in the sense that it uh, he, the I would say Hideki Anno, the, mm-hmm. the guy who made Ava, was very much of the opinion that that's kind of like one of the things about Godzilla and his his movie uh, Shin Godzilla was basically a commentary on the Fukushima nuclear you know disaster and you know Japan's uh, the Japanese government's like failure to to do sh- anything really. Well, yeah, it, it was, uh, and if you watch the movie, it's very much sort of, like, you kind of see the government sort of incompetence and the bureaucracy of that stuff, like, in, in, impeding, like, efforts to stop Godzilla in that movie, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, this movie definitely has, has a similar angle. I mean, well, not necessarily, like, incompetence of the government, but more so of, uh, just, you know, like, showing, like, hey, you know, like, the stuff that the Japanese government did during uh, World War Two, you know, expending human lives just to win a f- fight, you know, it just uh, did not turn out well at all. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, no, like I said, there, there's a lot of comedy in that. Even, like, um, I mean, two characters are, or- are like, w- are orphans because of the war. Uh, Nariko and uh, Akiko, who you'll, you'll see throughout in the film. Yeah, play I play a very important role to in this movie. Yeah, I, it's it's pretty obvious. I mean, heck, um, you know, Koichi comes back to his home that's been pretty much destroyed by the war, uh, not from nuclear uh, bombs though. Um, 
because if I is like where he lives is not neither Hiroshima or Nagasaki, uh, but you know like if you know the history of World War Two, you know that uh, the Americans also firebombed a lot of other cities in Japan way before the nuclear bombs, even Tokyo and. Yeah, a lot of characters mentioned, yeah, I lost my parents during the fire, the air raids, the firebomb raids. And yeah, stuff. I lost my kid, I lost my wife, I lost my husband. Yeah, so it's like you clearly see the effects of the war on the regular populace and it's just sort of like, what was it all for at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. You know? And, you know, we sort of get to see that. Um, I guess we can talk a little bit about Godzilla himself. The big Z-man himself. Which, I mean, yeah, we do, it's neat that, uh, just seeing how he sort of, uh, I mean, yeah, he has that sort of classic Godzilla look, right? Yeah. And they, and this is why we mentioned, like, uh, Godzilla, like, and there's a little bit of each of the different iterations of Godzilla throughout the, their specific eras, where, uh, they introduced the, well, yeah, in the first Godzilla movie, they introduced the idea that, you know, he's probably just, uh, lost dinosaur, you know, who got infected by the the bombs, but also, like, uh, the Godzilla first thing from Godzilla, Godzilla versus uh, King Ghidorah. Yeah, like, straight up, you know, that it, sort of thing, like, it's interesting, because it's like, oh, you know, yeah, the locals here on this island talk about this giant, like, sea lizard or whatever called uh, Godzilla, you know, and we get to see him in sort of like that sort of animalistic way of just like, oh, I'm just going around eating things, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I do. And then, um, and it is interesting how, again, like I said, how they do his transformation. It's kind of a, like, it's kind of like one of those, like, yeah, we already know how Godzilla is made kind of thing. Let's get yeah, the yeah. ball rolling here. Or it's sort of like just quick sequence of uh, nuke hitting. Uh, Godzilla clearly changing, and then uh, various uh, secret government stuff of like, hey, uh, from the Americans being like, hey, there's some weird things going on, taking out our ships, like some weird thing. I, I, we got nothing uh, on this, so uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys handle it. We're we're dealing, we're dealing with the Russians. Yeah, which I think is uh, actually another interesting political angle of like, hey, where is the U.S. in this kind of thing? Especially since it's, while the original Godzilla, I believe, is supposed to be set like in 19. 19- uh, 54, mm-hmm. basically, you know, in, in a post-world Japan, you know, all that's... Immediately post-war, too. Yeah, and this movie is set, like, straight up, like, a, at least two years after the war. Yeah. Like, so it's clear, uh, and they sort of have the setup of, like, oh, the U.S. Is, doesn't really want to do any sort of, like, military maneuver stuff because they're busy uh, dealing with uh, Russians and stuff, and, you know, they want to do this stuff. So, like, yeah, the Japanese are kind of on their own here. Sorry. Not uh, sorry. Yeah, so, you know, there's a bit of that, too. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, obviously, his design, very classic. Um, the way he moves, you know, still feels functionally, like, similar to how he probably would, you know, move in, like, the older movies. He's in... Like, uh, his abilities, as well, are, is pretty something interesting. I think uh, we got to see more, like straight up, like, his regenerative abilities, which I think has always been a thing for Godzilla, like, mm-hmm. he can regenerate a bit, but never on the scale of, uh, I think, what we've seen in the movie, because I think even you were like, holy shit. Yeah, no, there was a, there was a moment where, like, I was taking it back. I, I couldn't hold it, too. I, 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 I didn't yell it, but I was kind of, like, very vocal about, like, my reaction to that scene. Yeah, and it's sort of like, oh, oh, wow, like, 
in in like you know like in previous movies it's not it's like all right you know obviously we know the military can't do anything but uh in this one it's like wow okay yeah no uh 1940s tech really can't do jack to godzilla because wow and obviously um his whole you know obviously when he does the atomic breath stuff is also you know pretty interesting because uh his like spikes all go like up and stuff mm-hmm and, like, the way they have the uh, atomic breath be, like, an actual sort of, like, straight-up nuke is also just, like, I mean, it. if you never, I don't know if there's anybody who hasn't watched Godzilla understands that, oh, yes, Godzilla is an allegory for the nuclear bomb. This movie definitely hammers that home well into a point because he straight-up just nukes the city. Like, just, there's a point where, like, I'm like, yeah, no, th- people are dead. Yeah, there, there is no surviving that. Yeah, like it's it really is just straight up like, like the, just the images alone of his <laughs> of his destruction, you know. And even um, and again, as as we were talking about earlier about how it has a lot of callbacks. I mean, heck, his what was the first scene of him raging through the ramping through the city? It feels straight up like almost a shot for shot, uh, like not like recreation, recreation of various portions of the very first movie like he even like picks a little lots in his mouth and stuff like he did in the original mm-hmm. you know? there's, there's even a moment where like i'm like are you guys hearkening back to like raymond burns like a uh, version of the original godzilla movie yeah the uh, the american version of the, the the original godzilla where it's yeah yeah so there's that too which is i mean it could be that i'm not gonna give it to you but no 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 no, no, no. it's but, but like you could totally understandable where where i'm coming from because of like the, the the language and dialogue that they're being used for for that specific scene, mm-hmm. and but like no, it's it's meant to be, you know, like a harkness to that because it's it's essentially like Godzilla's first attack. Yeah, like at the, you know, at that point in the movie, it's like he's just been sort of attacking various naval ships and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like this is the first time he's made landfall, and yeah, you know. Yeah, and like um, yeah. There's just a lot of stuff in there. There's lots of to talk about too. Um, one of my favorite things about it too was sort of the the supporting cast. Uh, Koichi has like is essentially you know tasked with like handling you know post war stuff like you know he's take, cleaning up mines and he's, stuff he's and like up, the crew of the mine cleaning crew like you have the old grizzled veteran dude the uh, old like this scientist guy who worked in like weapons engineering or whatever. He's like oh, well, I'm, I'm, I need a job. Yeah, like and, and this and this kid who's like they literally just give him the nickname kid. Yeah, and he's like, hey, you know, like I don't say anything to this guy. It's like, yeah, but you've not, yeah, you're not, you weren't a fighter pilot, and you shut up. Like, like he 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 has more experience. He went through some shit. You haven't. Yeah, that's why we call you kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like there's even a moment where and like uh, he that that character is basically supposed to be like the 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 next you know the youth, you know, right? The the youth that never got exposed to all that stuff. And like, kind of romanticize it in a way. Yeah, because there's definitely a moment where it's like, wow, that's so awesome, man. Maybe you know, I kind of wish I I got a chance to fight. And then uh, Koichi's like, no, what the fuck did you just say, <laughs> dude? I I locked out. Like, I was a kamikaze pilot. Yeah, it's like sh- you better shut your damn mouth, right? You don't you don't want to fight in the war, bro. Not like what we did. Yeah, it's. Just- a lot of like, like we, we, I'm not kidding. When there's a lot of like aspects of survival's guilt and PTSD throughout this movie, it's it's 
it's very much like a very mature story hidden be- behind a, a a Godzilla movie. But, but I, I think I said this before. Like Godzilla is like meant to be like a walking metaphor for anything. They've used it before in like past films, uh, whether it be like even in the in the American films too, of like you know uh, climate change, uh, Just, nuclear, yeah, yeah, nuclear, you know, weapons and you know that sort of thing, right? Yeah. So like it's a lot of stuff like that, and like to, to like I said, that those characters are on there are great. Noriko um, was probably. One of, her relationship with Quaid is probably one of the very things about it. It's sort of like these two lost kids who are just, who found each other. Yeah, they're just sort of trying to figure out mm-hmm. where they're at and just, you know, having to take care of uh, I- Aiko and stuff. I mean, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, I think the supporting cast definitely mm-hmm. is interesting. They all have their own moments and it's both emotional as well as part of the story. You know, it's, yeah, it, it's pretty interesting to see that. Yeah, like, the, that's the heart of the movie, really. It, like, goddamn, this movie was very emotional. Yeah, and I and it's like you said earlier, like, um, I think that's what it makes Godzilla movies so interesting a lot of the times, mm-hmm. is that, like, Godzilla, the, the franchise itself, is so malleable that you can just sort of make whatever story you want and kind of just run with it. No matter how silly it is. Yeah, because obviously we've had, you know, obviously the uh, mainline sort of Toho Godzilla movies, you know, held the original was straight up like a nuclear, you know, it was an allegory for the nuclear bomb and for uh, a country that is the only country so far to ever experience nuclear weapons being used on them. You know, it's, yeah, you can definitely feel that through that movie. And obviously, you know, we have the later Godzilla movies that are just sort of, those, yeah, let's have them fight monsters and stuff. You know, that's that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, but there was a one where, like, they fought aliens that were cockroaches or something like that. I think there's one that had underground people, too. Yeah, just, like, all kinds of weird, like, sci-fi. Showa era, era Godzilla was wacky. Yeah, 60s uh, sci-fi definitely goes off the chain. I mean, heck, uh, you have uh, Godzilla fighting Hebera, the... The, the the smog pollution monster, which is like you know a, a message about climate change. I mean, and like and like you said, even the uh, the American uh, movies. I mean, I wouldn't say would would Godzilla nineteen ninety eight have any messaging, or is it just no? That one's just more of a like a like it's like a, a standard like creature feature. Creature feature, yeah. Yeah, and like Roland Emmerich uh, did, did not put that much political stuff in that one. Yeah, I guess the closest thing is just sort of like, ah, uh, alas, poor Godzilla. He was just a, he was just a monster, just wanted to live, <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know. Um, but obviously the uh, the legendary movies at least have that little bit of like, yeah, he's a force of nature. He sort of uh, you know, goes around just sort of balancing things out, and that sort of further pushed upon in King of the Monsters. Uh, obviously Godzilla versus Kong doesn't really have a whole lot of that stuff because mainly it just you know. Yeah, we want to see big lizard fight big monkey. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but yeah, like and as we mentioned earlier, Shin Godzilla has the whole uh, subtext of the Fukushima nuclear meltdown back in I want to say 2013, I think 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like pretty. Yeah. Yeah, like like yeah, there's there's a lot of layers to this movie. It's just so good. Like I literally left the movie being like, this was really really good. <laughs> Yeah, I like, loved it. <laughs> it is kind of also, 
I mean, just to go off topic here for a little bit, mm-hmm. it's just kind of uh, neat to have, uh, like, because it feels like when only do they go for, like, I guess kind of, like, similar classic design of Godzilla, they also just have him, like, it feels like they kind of use, like, his original, like, roars as well, right? Yeah. There, there is moments where I feel like that. Like, at least inspired. Yeah, and, like, there's, there's a lot of, like, uh, like, I think we're talking in a loop right now, but, yeah, there's there's even, like, moments where I feel like, aside from, like, the, 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 the that first attack, like, vibes of, like, you know, uh, of his, his, him being sort of this, like, unknown creature, and, like, what, what is this? Well, how do we explain this kind of vibe? Yeah, I will say maybe, like, the only criticism I can kind of think about um, is kind of that angle. It's like, yeah, he's just sort of just this weird monster thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because the first Godzilla movie definitely sort of kind of harkens in on like trying to theorize, like, what exactly is he? Where did he come from? What's all this, you know, you know, that sort of thing. But I think it's because of more of the perspective of like, it was a bunch of scientists, I believe, in the first one. Yeah. Right? And that were just sort of our main leads here. Obviously, it's a, you know, fire pit and all that stuff, so. Yeah, no, this, this they movie. Just get, they just get, like, within, like, the first ten minutes, they just name drop. Oh, yeah, um, there's a giant lizard, apparently, that the locals have yeah. talked about for a while. And, and it's not that big of a criticism, too, I'll say that. Yeah, like, it's not, like, obviously it's not that big of a criticism. Like, you're going into a movie called Godzilla. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna see a giant lizard. But it is kind of like at least a little jarring. Like, wow, all right, we're we're jumping right into it, huh? Okay, all right. All right, all right good. <laughs> I mean, like, for, like I don't have that many like um, complaints to it. Cause like I feel like with for for this Godzilla it was more or less like an embodiment of like that survival guilt uh, that Koichi was dealing with with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I I, I totally understand where you come from. I don't have that much of an issue for it, but I I just really enjoy this movie. So it really so. I guess that's probably the end of it. What rating would you give it? Uh, you know, as a Godzilla fan, I gotta go a 10 out of 10, but also, as just a regular movie. Yeah. As, like, without that context, yeah. without me being, mm-hmm. like, that way. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. No, no shit. I mean, I ain't going <laughs> with you. 10 out of 10 is it. Um, I think that's a good place to end it. But if you guys really enjoyed it, be sure to follow us on all social media, subscribe, Facebook, and Twitter. I think it's interesting. We're most active on Instagram. We find a link to the, all podcast sites. We're official part of like a podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Pandora, all the like, and uh, YouTube for all you guys to watch and listen, uh, listen on there. Like, comment, subscribe, and yeah, that's about it. Guys, go watch it. It's a really good movie. Guys, go watch it. Sadly, uh, uh, when it comes to YouTube, though, uh, you won't you won't get us yeah. there. You won't see our pretty faces. Yeah. Sadly, but. Hey, you'll still get a video on YouTube. Yeah. You guys have a good one. Peace.